0: It's the 21st century and we're in Norway. Babies are snatched from the loving arms of their parents. Infants are grabbed from kindergarten and children are seized at school by an organization that was meant to put the best interest of the child first. These are the true life stories of the forgotten children. Forgotten children. Forgotten children.
1: Hello and welcome to episode number 13 of the Forgotten Children podcast. My name is Björn Korf and in this episode uh, my friend Marius Reikeros, who is a human rights counsel from Norway, will take you back to Poland again and uh, we're going to meet the girl we've already met in episode 12. Marius has visited her again. And here comes the interview that he has recorded recently in Poland.
2: I'm here in Warsaw with Lynn, uh, who has been uh, on the run from the Norwegian authorities for more than a year now um, with her mom. Lin, there are thousands of people out there who want to hear your story and the circumstances behind, um, behind the fact that you are here in Warsaw now with me. Uh, so, if you can please provide with some details for the audience out there, that would be really great.
0: I am here in Poland because, um, Norwegian authorities tried to kill me. And, um, I had to escape to Poland in order to save my own life.
2: That's truly shocking when you, when you claim that the authorities tried to kill you. Can you please, um, can you please try to give us uh, some details about what they did to you?
0: Um, well, in twenty sixteen in November twenty sixteen, uh, the Norwegian Child Welfare Services they came into the picture and um, they took me away from my home um from school and uh, they placed me in the institution and um, you know. They claimed that I was sick and that my mother couldn't take care of me, which was all lies, as I have been healthy my whole life. But then suddenly I had all these different illnesses that, um, they, that I needed medications for.
2: But why did they say to you that you were sick? I mean, you were, it sounds horrible for me to hear such a thing.
0: They said I was sick in order to take the custody away from my mom. And, um, so they gave me all these medications for all these different illnesses, which included psychiatric and, um, several other illnesses that, um, I think over seven diagnoses I got. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: you have been in Poland for, um, more than a year now. Um, and as far as I can, as far as I'm concerned, you have been consulting with a lot of Polish doctors. Mm, uh, what what did they say to you about this uh, diagnosis that you were given by the Norwegian authorities
0: they said that um, they were false that I was healthy and I've always been healthy my whole life but um, when the CPS came to the picture I was really I was suddenly really sick and they said in court that my mom couldn't take care of me and um, so which was all lies, and um, here in Poland, they've you know, confirmed that I'm healthy as I've always been. So I am—I'm not psychotic. I do not have lupus. I'm just healthy. Mm-hmm.
2: But um, what was the reason in the first place that the child welfare system came into your life?
0: That was because I was bullied at school, and instead of um doing anything about bullying the school nurse contacted the cps and um and then they just took me away
2: but you said they just took you away you didn't have any chance to defend yourself or how how was how was that process going
0: well they kind of they called the cps at school and then um they called them because of false accusations made by uh, someone I thought was my friend. And she claimed that my parents were violent. And, you know, that was all lies, but the school nurse called the CPS and, um the school nurse <coughs> drove me to their office, so.
2: Which, which school was this?
0: This was a school in Bergen in Norway. Um, <laughs>
2: The municipality of Badum. huh? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you have been here for a long time now with your mother. How has this situation affected your family?
0: Well, it's been really tough, and um, it's just, you know, uh, today I struggle from PTSD, and things aren't like... I'll never get over it. It's just, it's always there. Um,
2: as far as I know, you have, um, because you have uh, older sisters uh, who are resident in Norway, right? Mm-hmm. And also your father is in another place. So this means that the whole situation uh, has more or less split up the whole family.
0: Indeed. In- um, I'm just here with my mom and My siblings rarely visit. They do not have time to visit.
2: Um, What about your private situation? Have you been able to attend the school while you have been here in Poland?
0: No, not at all. I have not been to school altogether in around three years now because I do not have the relevant documents so I can attend school. And, And, you know, when I... In Norway, I... Didn't uh, didn't even go to school because I was always at the hospital getting treated for all these you know illnesses, that
2: which they, which were not true, huh?
0: Yeah, indeed they weren't true. Um,
2: so you didn't uh, w- when you were under the CPS custody in Norway, you didn't attend school there either.
0: I did not. I didn't go to school every day, um, and I. So I wasn't at school all the time as I should have been. Um, I was always at the hospital getting treated for lupus that they claimed I had, which is an autoimmune disease.
1: How,
2: how was your life um, at these different institutions that uh, you were at?
0: Um, my life was tragic. I felt like you know I wasn't being listened to and. When I said I wanted to go home, they said, oh, no, you can't say that out loud. And I was thrown at psychiatric hospitals because they claimed something was wrong with me every time I said I wanted to go home to my mum. But then, you know, uh, I got so depressed and I got suicidal for quite a while. And I attempted to take my own life because I felt like there was no other way out. They didn't listen to me in court. I, I had... Spokespeople who didn't know me, and they were out there speaking for me in court, and you know, it was listened to. Uh,
2: your your story is truly shocking, and I'm so proud that you were willing to 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 speak out these words for the for the for the world out there. Um, but now, we you, your mother and your family has regained custody back, mm. uh, so. Um, well, first of all, congratulations for that. Um, how do you see your future now uh, after having such an experience that you have been gone through?
0: Um, it's just I I really hope to get an education as I you know I want to go to school, but I do not have the documents. But um, that's what I hope for. Um, but it's also it's just that everything I've been through never goes away. It's just always there. It's it's something I have to live with now for the rest of my life.
2: I also heard that uh, your parents had to sell their house back in Norway. Um can you tell how this has affected the your situa- situation also economically?
0: Um well, it's been tough and um you know, we had to sell our house and um uh, you know it's in order to have a life we have to sell a house and just
2: so that means basically that going back to norway if that's an option for your family that means that uh, you really don't have any house to return to huh
0: um i do not have any house to return to that's correct mm-hmm.
2: speaking about norway um how do you see Yourself in the nearest future? Do you see it's an alternative for you to return to Norway?
0: Um, I have to think about it, but for the moment, I am I am terrified of going back to Norway. Um, I don't I don't trust the authorities at all.
2: The authorities, as you may be aware of, uh, Norway has recently been scrutinized by the Grand Chamber in the European Court of Human Rights. Um, that was actually uh, only a few days ago. And they always, um, the authorities were constantly repeating themselves about this legal notion called the, the best interest of the child. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you are de- defined as a child, according to the UN Convention of the Children's Rights. Um, do you have anything to say to the Norwegian authorities who claim that they are the best in the world when it comes to taking care of the... taking care of children? You
0: know, they hide behind the saying that um, we work uh, for, you know, the best interest of the child, which is not true. Um, um, you know, uh, not for my, only for myself, but I've seen other uh, children and, you know, they've, they've been struggling a lot. And it's not... Like... I don't really know what to say to that. It's just heartbreaking to see all these children struggling. And then they're out here saying, oh, it's for the best interest of the child, which is not true.
2: (laughs) So how do you see yourself uh, with regard to a compensation claim against the Norwegian authorities for what they have done to you? Is that something that you and your family are thinking about?
0: Yes, we are thinking about that.
2: In, in what way
0: In, um well <laughs> it's just
2: <laughs> you want some justice right
0: yeah we want some justice of course mm-hmm. and um i i'll never stop fighting for these children who are getting their lives ruined <clears throat> that's that's for sure
2: but you have been a very brave voice and uh, you have Thousands of people, uh, out there who truly have been supporting you, uh, who have, who, who are admiring you for, for your openness and for your braveness. Um, today, uh, even Indian newspapers wrote about the Norwegian child welfare system. Um, and I know that, uh, India, Uh, Is really, they really, uh, is really interested in hearing your story as well. And they will have the chance now because of this interview. But, um, how do you see, how do you see yourself in this situation, uh, being a spokesperson for, for other children?
0: Um, it's something that I really want to do. Like, um, you know, when you, when you're put in such a horrible situation like that, it just, it makes you, it, it changes the way you see the world, and you just want to help others in the same, in the same situation. And um, that's what I want to do.
2: Uh, our child minister, Linda Hellem uh, she has invited uh, a lot of people uh, tomorrow to a seminar in Oslo. Uh, among these, uh, there is this British journalist, Tim Wewell, oh. who has been focusing on your case. Um were you invited by her by the way?
0: No, I
2: wasn't. Okay. Well, well, I've, I I I I thought so. But anyhow, um, do you have any message to our child minister that can be brought uh, that can be brought out to her or broadcasted to her?
0: Um I would just like her to know that um what she's doing is So evil. It's so. It's so cruel to hide. It's, you know. It's. She does not represent the children, and there. It's just. I have so much to say to her. I wish I could actually have a debate with her, but um, I know that she will probably, not want to do that. But um, I feel like it's just. It's so embarrassing to sit there and say that. No one has the best system in the world, which you know it's not true at all. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, uh, I have so much to say to her, and I feel like if she she claims it's so good, but it's you know, she has her children and she can hug them at any time. But what about these parents mm-hmm. who have all these all their children placed in institutions and foster homes with strangers? and it's without any good reason it's so it's horrible i i really just want to have a debate with her i wish i could one day
2: well i certainly know that you will be invited around in uh, in a lot of uh, institutions uh, with with these debates so um, that's that's for sure but anyhow i would like to thank you very much for your for standing up For children's rights, for being such a brave voice, Um, it's time to for me also to leave Poland. But uh, is there any final message you would like to say to the to the people out there?
0: Um, I would like to thank you for the support. It means a lot to me, and um, you know, it's it's amazing to see that so many people are not giving up and still fighting
2: we got to keep on fighting for human rights in Norway, right?
1: <laughs>
0: Indeed. Yeah. Okay.
2: Thank you very much for this uh, great interview. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Yeah, this wraps it up for today's episode. And I also have to say a big thank you to Mariusz Rekoros, who actually traveled to Poland to visit Lien and to do this interview with her. Uh, we also have this interview available as a video, and uh, I'll post you the link in the show notes. So please do support us, support the work that we're doing to expose these atrocities that are happening in Norway. Uh, You can share these videos and podcasts that we're recording and also our articles that we publish on our website and on Facebook. If you want to follow us on Facebook, uh, look for Step Up for Children's Rights on Facebook and make sure to like our Facebook site. And Then you'll never miss uh, all the updates that we're posting there. With that being said, thanks again tuning in. Thanks again for listening. My name is Björn Korf and this is the Forgotten Children Podcast.